Back with the third season. You're listening to Last Night's Coffee with Chuck and John. Dang, there's Steve something. And he was testifying before Congress about the daggum uh, Foo Fighters, not the band, but the... The fighters. The, the fighters, the Foo Fighters, you know, from World War Two. Yes. And it's like, wait a minute, we're going to sit here and y'all are going to sit here and listen to this guy talk about extraterrestrial ET type stuff and have that on the record of the United States forever and ever. Yep. It's kind of weird. It's very weird. It's weird what we decide is okay and what is not. Yeah. And when we when when is decided. This same dude was all over the board. Like he was <laughs> talking about how the FBI FBI got Tesla's uh information on basically self propulsion vehicles and um how the DOJ wanted it but or not the D or maybe it was the Department of Defense, DOD. Anyway, how they wanted it, but the FBI wouldn't turn it over. Right. Weird. Like, this is actually a conversation they're having in the halls of Congress right now. That is really, really strange. I mean, it seems like there's a lot better stuff they could be doing with their time. Not that this ain't important. Not that it's not important. But there's still homeless, there's still crime, there's still wars. And if you're on that climate change bandwagon, there's still that too. Yeah. And y'all are going to talk about freaking aliens. I guess they're trying to make themselves relevant. I don't know. I have no idea. They're behind the eight ball. Always behind the eight ball. Yeah. But that's what you get. I mean, when we elect representatives man i feel like that's what you get in a representative democracy you know yeah yep yep so man we just come in hot today just we did kind of come in hot did we start already are we rolling i guess so okay right on what's up night shifters (laughs) that's john uh kind of kind of threw that out there for a soft opening or a hard opening i don't know yeah uh an opening it's opening and it is what it is yeah, it's another episode right here. Episode three, right, of, of season three? E- yes. Episode three of season three, coming at you. In 23. <laughs> 2023. And it's January 23rd right yes. now. Yes. It's a whole lot of threes. whole lot of threes, man. Uh, you know, Nikola Tesla said um, some, of the, some of the keys to life is thinking in the world, uh, thinking of the world in like three, six, and nine. Oh, he said that he said three, three, six, nine. That those are very um, powerful combination of numbers. I know the uh, Yin Yang Twins thought the same way. <laughs> You're hilarious, man. I love this show. I love this show. I love doing it with you, man. It's uh, it's fun most of the it's time. Fun. I love I love the way your brain thinks sometimes, man. It's just hilarious. Yeah. A uh, huge shout out to one of our night shifters, by the way. That's right. We got we've got to give a humongous shout out to Kevin, uh, Kevin H. Thank you, Kevin H. We saw you repping last night's coffee uh, with this year's Walter Payton Man of the Year. That's fantastic. 
um, what was his name? Kenny Moore, right? Uh, if I remember correctly. Possibly. Yeah, I want to say it's Kenny Moore. I'm pretty sure I'm right. I got to, I'm second yeah. guessing myself. I might have to look it up now, but I'm, uh, there it is. Kenny Moore. Yes. Praise God. Um, that's awesome, man. I, I love to see a last night's coffee t-shirt right next to the NFL's, uh, Walter Payton man of the year. That's fantastic. Yeah, just out in the wild, out in the wild night shifters on the loose. Watch out. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you, Kevin. We really appreciate the uh, the love. Uh, that's awesome, man. It's awesome to see uh, our show out there like that. So thank you, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, Kevin. Uh, it's like, it's kind of weird seeing that uh, <laughs> uh, night shifter out in the wild with your T-shirt on. So Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I like it. I like it. Dude, uh, we started off the show with – kind of a soft opening into some news. Talk to me about this trial of Alec Baldwin a little bit. Well, I was just pulling that up while you oh, were good. while you were talking about Kevin there and uh, cuz I don't I mean again, I'm 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 fully off of social media still. Yeah. I don't know exactly what's going what's going on. I know he's being charged. He apparently sh- shot somebody and killed them? Yeah. So he was handed a gun on uh, stage, not right? On stage on set, and pulled the trigger and bang. Right, right. I remember all that. And, and he blamed the uh, the stunt person or whatever, whatever. The, the like the ar- person they in- call it the armor. Okay, the armor. He blamed the armor, but yet Alec Baldwin's still being charged. Yeah, because he's the one. Because he's the one to pull the trigger. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I'm not saying he's not guilty. Yeah. I was just uh, trying to get the uh, facts straight in the case here. So is the armor as well being charged? The armor as well is being charged and the executive producer pled guilty for lesser charges to testify. Oh, wow. Against the armor. Yeah. And Alec Baldwin. And Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Now, He's been charged with a felony. Um, yeah, you probably yeah. got to you probably got to sit through a bunch of BS. You got to him. man. Even I mean, it's but is anyway. He's been charged with a felony. Um, it sucks that he shot somebody, but you know we all got to kind of stand behind him. Why is that? Because we don't want to stand in front of him. We oh. might get shot too. Dang, dang, I love this show, man. Dang it, Chuck. Thank you. Oh, man, I needed that. I love this show. Um, Next on our show notes, dude, we're going to knock these show notes out real quick. I know, we're getting getting in there, man. Uh, Tell me, tell me the story, because I'm curious as all get out. Tell me the story. Why is... Uh, their talk of Charlie wanting a fanny pack on the show notes. Okay, so yesterday we're sitting there and I'm in the kitchen getting ready for work, fixing my coffee, all that good stuff. Right. And Charlie was, I guess he was watching YouTube. I don't know. He gets up, he goes over to the closet and he pulls out this fanny pack that Mary Beth had when we went to Disney. And he's like, can I have this fanny pack? I'm like, 
why why do you want that fanny pack, Charlie? He goes, well, it's not the one I want, but uh, it's, it's the fanny pack. Yeah. And I'm like, what do you want? He goes, I want a tactical fanny pack for fishing. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's my dude right there. That's my dude. I love that. I love that he wants a fanny pack. Um, a tactical fanny pack for tactical, tactical man. You got to you got to get him a tactical fanny pack. Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. I I love that he's going to be counterculture. Join the revolution, Charlie. Um, I don't know that we're going to uh, take over society again with fanny packs, but I know that we're absolutely going to enjoy them. So rep it proudly, boy. <laughs> That's yeah, right. that, that was interesting. I love fanny packs, man. That's so awesome. That's well, you, so awesome. You keep all your stuff for all of your activities in there. Yeah, I do. You know, and I got a lot of activities. I'm a man of many activities, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I are. am. You know, I, I, I got a lot going on, dude. I, I do a lot. And it's very nostalgic as well. It brings me back to the 90s, you know. Um, my parents got me one. I think I talked about this. My parents got me one for the, for the Olympics in 96, man. Yeah. And, uh. There's just that nostalgia to it. And uh, I love it, man. I love the 90s. I love the 90s. I've been listening to a bunch of Foo Fighters. It's funny that you brought that up first thing on the show because mm. I've been listening to Foo Fighters, the band, all day long. Or as David Letterman would say, the Fighters of the Foo. Fighters of the Foo. That's right. That's right. But they're fantastic. I love Dave Grohl. So another 90s thing that's going on is I watched, started watching that 90s show this weekend. Yeah, tell me that about that. Uh, me about. It's pretty good. You got a lot of the old cast are kind of coming in and out. They're not there at the same time. Don't want to spoil them too much if people okay. want to watch. But it. just is it streaming on Netflix? Yes. Okay, so streaming on Netflix, I can check that out. And is the majority of the original cast in it at least? At some point. At some point. Okay, I can take that. Yeah. I can take that. That's interesting the way you word that, but I can take it. I can dig it, man. I, I, I'll give it a shot. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I mean, I like it. Of course, that was one of my favorite TV shows was that 70s show. Yeah, that's so, one of my favorite time killer shows um, to just yeah. pop on and zone out to, you know? Yeah, you don't have to uh, always pay attention to just get the jokes. No, absolutely not. And, and it was still so relatable for all the kids when it was on air you know what i mean i think that's what was awesome about it yeah set now, a different time period and very relatable at the same time yeah this is set in the 90s yeah so even more relatable yeah like i was there so basically <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. basically there the kids on there would be about my age now yeah yeah, so yeah, that, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. That'll be a really cool show. Yeah. So they were born in 79 and 80 right there. So that's kind of neat. That'll be a really interesting show. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, and Red gets to be Red, right? He's not worried yeah. about being politically correct or none of that. He he gets to be Red. They don't seem like they toned down Red a bit. That's awesome. That is awesome. Now, rolling on in with the 90s. Man, we're shows, staying man. all up in the 90s shows, they were. Yeah, tell me this morning, dude. You rocked my world with a with this revelation of one of my favorite '90s shows, uh, which was Fresh Prince of Bel Air, dude. 
Yeah. Um, I had no idea. I had never put the dots together that there were two Aunt Vivs. You never noticed that. I never noticed, man. I never noticed. And I, I wouldn't say I was like a religious watcher of Fresh Prince. Like, I didn't even keep up with the storylines, man. Like, I just loved the show. I watched it all the time. It was one of my favorite shows. It was so funny. Again, was it, it was one you didn't have to tune into real hard to get the jokes. Was it already in reruns when you watched it? Uh, more than likely. Okay, so I watched it from, like, the beginning. Okay. Yeah, it was more than likely just reruns when I got to it. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Family Matters was and Full House and all that was. Mm-hmm. And so that's all kind of the roughly the same time period. And Fresh Prince was so much better than Family Matters. Hey, now, don't be hating on the Family Matters, though. I mean, I'm not, but it was just a better show. Also one of my favorite 90s shows, man. But, yeah, so two... Two Aunt Vivs, dude. I had no idea. You like you knew about this from day one, like from the switch. Yeah. I mean, I watched it close enough to notice it. Like that I remember is when wild. it happened. And so you do you remember watching the episode where Jazz has that line that you showed me this morning? I mean, I watched the re yeah, I've seen that one before. Uh That's we crazy. watched the new shows and the reruns a lot. So um I've seen that one several times. That is one of the funniest when I watched. So I watched the reunion show this weekend and I haven't watched Fresh Prince in a long time. And, and seeing some like that scene that I showed you with the, the, he's like, something's different about you since you had the baby. Yeah. Um, I was like, Oh yeah. That's so, you know, I, I remember seeing that for the first, you know, it was like, man, I forgot all about that. Now, you said on the reunion show, both of the Aunt Vivs showed up? Yes, both of the Aunt Vivs showed up. That is interesting, man. And they went into a whole reason why they had to change Aunt Vivs and, and stuff like that. Was Will Smith on the reunion show? Yeah, he hosted it. Oh, interesting. Okay. was it Now, was this after the slapping Chris Rock or before? I think it was before it. Oh, okay. That would make sense. I'm not sure exactly when it come out. So it's probably 2001 when it come out. Because I no think, or, or 2002, I mean, not 2001, 2021. Dude, I was 20 years off. Yeah, well, I was like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, because he's been in hiding ever since that uh, that Oscars situation. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of in hiding Britney Spears is in hiding. Britney uh, Spears is hiding from her dad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a new conspiracy about Britney Spears. Oh, there is. Tell me yes. about this. You know, that she got married, right? Yes. Uh, so there's a conspiracy that even though she's technically out of her conservatorship or whatever, or whatever you call that, where her dad controlled everything. Right that he handpicked this guy to marry her and basically just took it over and everything else is just um, a scam. Like, no. like in her mind, she's, she's free, but no, she's not. No. You think her dad would go to those lengths to hire a husband to like dupe her like that? I don't know, man. Uh, that seems pretty far out there, man. It does seem pretty far out there, but you know how these 
conspiracy theories are. Well, that's true. A lot of them sound really far out there until they're not. Yeah, the, the <laughs> it turns out that it's like, you know, oh. Yeah, I mean, like, the term conspiracy theory used so much, and so many of them have come true at this point, that, like, I don't know that we should really use the term conspiracy theory anymore. Like, I, I just, I, I think it's a correct term. I just think it's been used out of context so much lately. So what should we use? I don't know. Unconfirmed I don't know. Unconfirmed fact. What? Unconfirmed fact. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Unconfirmed facts. That's going to be the new term. I love it. <laughs> so we can, we can fact check with our unconfirmed facts. That's right. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding uh, Jekyll Island. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's where the uh, the uh, U.S. Reserve was kind of put together. That's right. That's Federal where the, that's where it was formed, man. There's like the the Millionaires Island, and there, you know what I find really interesting is their houses. Their little they were they're more like huts. They weren't even houses. They're like Who? the Millionaires. The, yeah, on Jekyll Island. Have no, you seen? Man, no, have you seen the original the original places? That like the little cabins where no, I um, haven't seen the cabins, but okay, you've got to look up the cabins. If you've got Google pulled up right now, pull up the cabins that Rockefeller, like Rockefeller's original cabin. It's built on top of an Indian mound, dude. Yeah, dude, those houses are huge in person. No, not though, not those. Okay. You're looking at the wrong thing. I'm yeah. telling you, the the there's these little uh there's these little shack things, and they weren't. I mean, for how much money these guys had, they I didn't think they were very much for how much money they had. And he built how sick and sadistic and sadistic do you got to be to build your your cabin on top of an Indian burial mound, man? I don't know. That's a pretty sick thing to do. All right, so I pulled up. Indian Mound Cottage. There you go. But you're saying that there was a house before this. No, 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 no. That's the, that's his cottage. That's Rockefeller's cottage. I would consider that cottage to be a freaking big old freaking house. No, get out of here. Rockefeller Cottage, also known as the Indian Mound House, is on Jekyll Island. They may or have built onto it then. I don't it know. Is I was next to Jekyll Island Club. It stands three stories high. And has a total of 25 rooms. Oh, yeah. Definitely not that. Yeah. No. Definitely anyway. not that. I'm sorry. It's not that. All right. Go ahead. With I, your I, I'm sorry. But, yeah, it is, there's just a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding that whole island. And then you showed me that awesome story about. Dude, this is the Strawin? best. Strawin? Strawhan? Straw, Strawfan? I don't know, man. These names are hard to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stratcan, Strathan. Yeah, but it's not pronounced that. It's S. It's strong. It's strong. That's what it is. S T R A C H A N. Correct, but you pronounce it. Oh, there's strong. a pronunciation beside it. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this guy, I ain't gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the nickel tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because this is a long-winded post. So this guy, they wouldn't let him in the club down there at Jekyll Island. So he, yeah, they would let him in the Millionaires Club, right? Right. Even though he's and he's probably, a retired army captain or something, isn't he? He owned a steam steamboat manufacturing company and a sailboat manufacturing company. Oh, so he was just a boating captain. No, he owned the he built boats. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. 
So anyway, he builds his house. So they wouldn't let him in the club in Jekyll. So he goes to St. Simons. And if you've ever been to St. Simons, if you're standing down there around the pier, you can see Jekyll right across the sound. Right. So he builds a house right off to the uh, west of the pier, just a little bit where it's facing the island and facing the club down there. And he would burn his lights brighter at night so it would look like he was having a whole lot more fun than they were having. (laughs) That's hilarious. Ultimate trolling, dude. He would also shoot cannons at them. (laughs) Hilarious. He had like three cannons or something like that, didn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Can you imagine? Like, what? that's the one of the biggest FUs he could do, right? Yeah, that's like Elon Musk <laughs> would do something like that. That's like Elon Musk buying a house right across from Bezos and shooting yeah. laser pointers through his windows all day. Exactly. Is the same, is that would be the modern equivalent. <laughs> like, screw you, man. I'm just going to mess with you. And, and Elon's the ultimate troll, so it would be hilarious. Yeah. So the story don't end there. Oh. Oh. So he, he has this compound, basically. He's got the main house, and then he's got his carriage house. Well, uh, somebody brought, bought the property. They didn't want the house. They just wanted the property. So the house was sold for a dollar and moved from St. Simon's all the way up to Almost Hilton Head Island. That's so crazy. How did they move it? With two barges. <laughs> Just up floated inter- it on up. Yeah, up the intercoastal waterway. Oh, my God. That's so gnarly, dude. I can't imagine what kind of undertaking that was. Could you imagine, like, seeing it? No. Floating down the the, the waterway? No. Yeah. And this is with 1986 technology, too. Um, I mean, moved it in 86. Yeah. So, you know, you used to hear about people, houses that all get moved all the time. Yes. But that's kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah. That was a lot more common thing a long time ago. Yeah. That doesn't happen very often anymore. No, like we've got several houses at the country club over here Mm -hmm. that were moved from town when they went to build stuff. And they moved them out to the country club and remodeled. Oh, were they like historic homes? Oh, uh, they were nice. I don't, wouldn't say historic. Oh, I uh, that that movie James Jane Manfield James Man Jane Manfield's car. Yes. Have you ever seen it? Uh, no, but I've heard of it. It's with Robert Duvall. Yeah, I've and, heard. Of uh, it. I think what's his name's in it? Sling Blade. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I think he's in it too. Oh, interesting. But uh, the dude's obsessed with car wrecks. It's a very weird movie. Anyway, part of it was filmed over there. Oh. And one of them. I love the history of Griffin, man. There's so much history in that place. Yeah, you've been reading about it? I've been reading about it, dude. I'm reading up. I'm getting ready for our uh, for our author guest. He's coming on very soon. Yeah. Coming on very soon, guys. Get, get excited. We've got our very first uh published author coming on the podcast uh kyle cobb yep we got to get with him i know the tornado kind of i hadn't bothered him because i don't know if his he had any damage or not so i don't know i mean it was a ton of damage through there in griffin i know that 
dude, I went to a different spot Saturday evening, and it's just it's the worst spot that I've seen, and it's like nobody seems to be hardly talking about it. That sucks, man. That sucks. I hate to hear that when there's like uh, when there's you see these pockets that get ripped apart and nobody's doing anything about it. You know, yeah. I, unfortunately, the the focus goes to other places sometimes. Yeah, and I think that going back to the storm, the way it looks like it jumped around, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it jumped around. I think it has to do with the top topography of the area. Oh, you think it kind of stayed the 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 tornado stayed along the ridges or something? Well, it's like it when it the worst destructions at the top of the hills. Oh, really? Yeah. And that area over there was on top of a hill, and it was interesting. You know, they always do say to get to the lowest point you can if there's a tornado coming. Yeah. You know, if you're out in open land or something, get to the lowest point you can find. And I've about decided that that's what I heard when I heard tornado because as the crow flies, it's what about a mile from the house. Yeah, it's not far at all from if it's where I'm thinking of. It's not far at all. Yeah. So that's 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 rough, man. I I really I really hope the city of Griffin can recover well from this, and I hope it can be uh, a little speedier than it's looking right now. Well, you know, it takes time. You know. The gov- the federal government's here, so yeah, yeah. You know how that is. The- I know how that is. We're and, from uh, the government, speak- and we come to help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's never the best situation, really. <laughs> but uh, hey, man, let's jump to uh, this week in history. What let's do you think? jump to it, man. We uh, oh shoot, we've we've got a whole lot of time left, man. I know. My goodness, we're gonna have to uh. We're going to have to circle back or something. Circle but, back or we could have, you know, we hadn't had a short show in a while. That's true. We'll just see how it goes. So this week in history on January 27th, 1967. 1967. Three American astronauts were killed as a fire erupted inside Apollo 1 during a launch simulation test at Cape Kennedy, Florida. And they were supposed to be, of course, the first launch, the first team to launch in uh, orbit and all that and uh that didn't work out yep okay that did not work out and uh we talk about space so much we were talking about elon earlier he's involved with space we focus on space so much um i i I sometimes wonder like if we should be so focused on getting to mars when we have so much to focus on here um you know like our brightest mind it seems like in the world right now is elon musk and he's focused on getting to mars and i just wonder if we had if we could divert his attention to other things you know maybe that's just not where his interest is or whatever but i don't know man i want the brightest minds working on some really tough problems that we have here because we have a lot of really tough complicated issues right here in america yeah but a lot of those issues and right here on earth i should say yeah but they don't get the glory that's true. That's true. Can you it's imagine like, being the dude who got people to Mars first? Yeah, it's like uh, the bandit said, for the money and for the glory, but most of all, the money. 
<laughs> That's right. I mean, he is the richest man in the world for a reason, right? Like, it's not by accident. And he's not, I, I highly doubt he is the richest man by chance. Right. It, it's not. He's, he's <laughs> figured it out. Do you remember when conservatives hated him? Oh, absolutely. It was it's so funny how he's not the villain anymore. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that is really funny because the, <laughs> the Republicans are, <clears throat> I mean, they're still not very uh, pro-electric car. No, they're not. But uh, by and large, I mean, they used to like even Glenn Beck used to call him a uh, Barack Obama crony. And now he's the savior of free speech. Yeah. How strange. Uh, Dude, how weird is that? Somebody said it was just a ploy to get conservatives to buy uh, Tesla's. <laughs> you think it's working? About, all he cares about is saving the world. Do you think it's worth? Do you think it's working? I don't know. You know, you were seeing a lot of Teslas there for a minute, but now it seems like he's kind of. You're not seeing them that much. Well, I know that I know that production has slowed down because of uh, battery shortages, and they're also trying to source different things other than. Um, cobalt oh really so they are working on that part yeah like uh apparently 50 percent of the batteries that come in teslas now now uh are cobalt free um which is awesome based on what i've heard about the cobalt mining process um but yeah so i know that that's a really tough thing because you're trying to get just as much range out of batteries without cobalt when cobalt is like the stabilizing metal in the batteries that keeps them at, you know, optimal temperatures and gives them long life and things like that. So I know that they're struggling to put out cars because of shortages, just like everybody else. But then there's also the side of they're, they're working on alternate technology as well, alternate battery technology, which is great. Yeah, it's great in the long run. I'd just be I'm, I'm I'm interested to see if there's any sort of research still. I know we talked about this a while back. Um, I'm still interested to see if there will be any. Well, not not necessarily research, but maybe mass market car that will have um, alternative electric sources, um, maybe like a like a hydrogen fuel cell or like a solid state battery or something like that. I don't know. I think it's all going to swing back to gasoline. Why do you think that? Remember when diesel was the alternative fuel? We all got to go to diesel because. Oh, I do remember that in the eighties. Yeah, everything went to diesel, and then swing it back around. Now, what are we doing? We're going back to gas because diesel was turned out to be not so clean. I think when it comes down, maybe what was that nineties when they started that? Yeah, I I think when it comes down to it, you know. For the biggest bang for the buck, yeah, it's a little dirty, but it's not as dirty. Gasoline's the way to go. I think so, too. I think, I mean, as far from a pollution standpoint, if that's what you want to talk about. Or pollution um, versus power versus reliability. I mean, all of it across the board. You think gasoline's just still the way to go? That's the way to go. I mean, what if, though? What if if there's a nuclear-powered automobile in the near future, like a nuclear-powered sub? Okay, so you take a nuclear-powered vehicle to generate an electric... Would you do a turbine? 
I don't know, man. So then you got possibilities have are endless. Board. The, you know, oh, I think about oh, oh, what if you could just put a propeller on it, dude? The possibilities are so endless. Then, then people would run in the back of it and get cut up or the front of it. I mean, you could have in what if they had technology to where it was like individual drive, uh, nuclear powered motors on every wheel, like four nuclear power motors on, on the yeah, wheel, like a tiny little thing. Yeah, it looked like a Yeti cup or something like that on every wheel. Be like uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> Can you imagine, dude? That would be so insane. What what kind of speeds could we reach? Uh, who knows? Uh, we probably. Do you think it would be like the when we came out with the train, you know, and we thought that everyone was gonna melt when they got to thirty five miles an hour or whatever? We thought their bodies would like disintegrate; they wouldn't be able to handle the uh, the force of thirty five miles an hour. Well, that's why it would be like that. That's why they don't think the body can take the force of what Mach ten. Are, are above Mach, Mach 10, but it's been proven that every time we go faster, the body handles it. That's pretty weird, right? Right. I wonder when we're going to see some of the uh, some of that new plane, um, the SR-72. I don't know. We won't see it. <laughs> That's true. Here. That's true. We might see it from a distance. Man, I saw a news article earlier. Um, I meant to read it. I haven't gotten back to it yet, but... Um, there was an asteroid that came out of nowhere, whizzed right in front of a bunch of satellites. Like, it was between the Earth and satellites. What it was so heck? close. Yeah. Boom. Whizz right, right by us. We never even knew it was coming. Well, somebody was asleep on the job. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> it sounds terrifying, doesn't it? We've got all this technology, like the James Webb Space Telescope and all this stuff out there, but, like, uh guys are we watching incoming stuff still because yeah. i mean we had a near earth miss yeah yeah that's a little terrifying to me i mean when i really start to think about it it, it freaks me out like that's if there's something that gives me anxiety it's like uh an asteroid strike could you imagine if like one just wiped out their james webb telescope just one of those random ones that's like, poof, and it just disintegrates it, right? Boom. Yeah, and, and that thing's like, done for. And then they're like, Whoa. but they didn't see it coming because yeah. it would come from the behind them or something. Yeah, because they're too busy looking so far out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I, I'm telling you, Chucker, that, that would be a terrible thing, but it could easily happen. Um, I mean, there's, the you know, the Torrid Meteor Stream, it comes by twice a year. Um once, yeah. once we can see it really good, and I think that's in like November. I could be wrong, but I want to say it's in November, and we can see the Torrid Meteor Stream really well. But um, I mean, those things get pretty close, dude. And like, if you go outside on a clear night, you can see quite a few of them. It, it, they're not that far away, and that's part of what they think started that Younger Dryas impact. Um, hey. Yeah, so it's like that's that's part of what they think brought us out of the last ice age, like twelve to eleven thousand years ago, uh, was this torrid meteor stream. A bunch of, I mean, they're talking about twelve hundred years worth of asteroid strikes. Wow. Yes, that would be awful. So, so you mean man didn't alter the climate? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, man did not end the last ice age. <laughs> but but we're making the earth warmer every day. Every day well, is getting warmer. There is a slight possibility that we are a tiny contributing factor. I'll yeah. I'll say that much. I'll I'll say there's a there's a possibility that we are a slight contributing factor. But to say that we're causing uh anything would be uh i think that would be ignorant and stupid yep yeah well you ready for me yes all right (laughs) it better be a good one dude we're just bringing back old stuff man it better be a good one dude you got any memes it'd be a whole lot cooler if you did the meme of the week all right here we go pulling it up now call jg went left 877 left out (laughs) Woo! suck it ohio state fans that's the uga bulldogs um winning against y'all to go to the natty this year that was awesome dude Go dogs. That was awesome. Yeah, man. I love that meme. That's a great one. I never saw that. I've... I don't see any memes though, except for what you send me on a uh, yeah. on our show. So this is fantastic. Thank you, Chugger. That's a classic meme. Make sure you post that up on our Facebook. I Go will. dogs. I will post that one. Go um, dogs. So what are we gonna name this show? Oh, geez. What do you want to name it? Um quick and easy. I don't know. Quick and easy. <laughs> it was kind of quick and easy, wasn't it? How long we got? 38 minutes. We did good, man. Thanks yeah. for a good show, dude. Fresh Prince of Alec Baldwin. Oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing All it. Right. Fresh Prince of Alec Baldwin. That's what it is. All right. We'll holler at y'all. <sighs> See you guys. Thanks for listening.